what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. You know that feeling of just being so full of it, (laughs) full of all the emotions, the pain, the discomfort, the swirling thoughts that you are just like, I am going to explode if this doesn't go somewhere. On today's episode of The Written Compass, I want to talk about using writing to process that heavy stuff when it shows up. I'm excited you're here, so let's dive in. Welcome to today's episode of The Written Compass. Shana Hartman here, PhD turned embodied writing coach, and we're well into July. It's kind of crazy whenever you're listening to this. I'm sure, I feel like we always say the same thing about time and whatever day of the month it is and whatever month of the year it is. It always seems to be um, shifting and changing in really interesting ways. But right now we're in the middle of um, summer for our family. We've we've moved now a couple of months in and we're starting to get adjusted, but I don't know about you all. It, it just sometimes takes time to, we're in a little bit of a new town, still relatively close to where we were and um, we're just getting adjusted. So wherever you are, I'm excited you're here. I'm excited for you to join me. And today's podcast is going to be interesting because I'm going to be kind of sharing a little bit about how writing has supported me just as a human on my journey as a human and really how it might be able to be supportive to you and using writing to process heavy, you know what, as I've marked in the title here. Um, I remember myself as, as used being a writer of some sort um, really early on. So I remember having uh, what I would then call journals with little locks on them and different covers and things like that. And people just always gave them to me. I don't remember asking for them. Um, but they just sort of showed up either as gifts or whatnot. People just sort of knew I was a thinker and I liked to use writing. And I have a really early story and memory in uh, education in elementary school of, I think I've shared on the podcast, um, just being praised for my writing. And that just kind of continued, although I had ups and downs and different teachers made different comments about it. But I would also write to my friends and use that as a space to process and um, put kind of what was on the inside on the outside. And then fast forward, becoming an English teacher, English professor, writing has just always been there. And so whether that's been the case for you, I definitely want to know about it, or whether you've kind of had a bumpy road with writing or never really even used writing for yourself, I really want to shift out of like focusing. A lot of times I focus on writing your book and providing helpful material and resources for that. But today I really want to focus on you and writing just for you as a way to process. Now, I want to be really clear about where my line draws. So I'm a coach, um, specifically a body mind method certified coach, and I strictly deal with the present and supporting people in moving forward in their goals and dreams. And specifically as an embodied writing coach with helping heart-centered folks write and tell their stories in a book. And so I don't, I'm not able to talk to you about and don't feel comfortable and it's out of my scope to talk to you about processing things from the past. And you are welcome to take this and use this podcast in any way that it meets you. I'm just not going to specifically talk about processing things from childhood or past or anything like that. So as a body mind method coach, one of the things that has really empowered me on my journey is 
to find ways to connect to myself. When I started my journey in becoming a coach, I really felt lost. I really felt like I didn't know who I was. And it was something that um, supported me having a coach, being coached, and learning how to coach. It helped me in connecting back to myself. And one of the things I've always done, I realized, is use writing literally as an embodiment tool. Our hands are uh, a way for us to connect. I kind of see it as the thing that connects our heart and our minds together. And so I really love using writing as a tool for processing things. And if you've been anywhere in the world um, over these past few months, there is a lot to process. And I really haven't wanted to talk out loud about a lot of things. I've used the podcast some to talk about uh, current issues and events and how they've impacted me and how I see writing as a tool to really speak back to moments and um, institutions of oppression. And I want to use today to just talk more about writing for yourself. So what are we talking about when we even say like writing to process heavy stuff or using writing as a tool to just process what you're experiencing? Well, it's really unstructured. There's no right or wrong way to do it. It is really about connecting to yourself and using it as a tool to name, work with, and really work through whatever is on the inside and really helping it come to the outside. Even if, I'll use a caveat, even if you never reread these words. Brene Brown talks about shining light on things like guilt and shame because they like to hide in the dark. So when those things that have been swirling or even inexplicably, you can't quite name them, can't quite touch them, when it gets on the inside, we really bring it out of those shadows. We really shine light on it. And it's not as a way to like vomit all of your feelings and things. Cause I know for some people that's not helpful. Although for some it is, it really is about, Oh, I can now like see this more tangibly. It takes it from the shadows where it feels murky, dark, intangible. You're just having a sense of whatever. And, and as a body mind coach, we make connections to where we are noticing things in our body. So Various events that have been showing up in the news and in our society here in the States um, over the past few weeks, I've noticed just this, just this heaviness, <laughs> kind of heaviness, and it hovers around my chest. And when I'm feeling that, I really don't worry about getting it right or understanding necessarily, but I do want to give it a space to go. And a lot of times that is in this kind of writing to writing to just process. And like I said, when I do that, I get to look at it and it just gives it less power. It helps me honor what is showing up. And when I get to just experience it on the outside, like I said, even if it is reread or never read again, it just has less weight. It has less weight on my body. And when I have less weight on my body, I'm able to operate and process and show up a little lighter, a little brighter, a little more excitement. And I've talked about the power of reflective writing before, um, back as the end of 2021 and into 2022, just as a way to transition and help when we're going from one thing to the next. And I gave some questions there that I just want to touch base on again, because I think they're helpful. Um, And it's really just looking at, you know, what, 
what are you celebrating? So sometimes in when things are really bugging us and we don't see the light, we don't see the things to celebrate, it can be powerful to honor what you're celebrating. It can also be equally powerful to name the storm, to write about the the crap that is showing up. Equal, right? It's a both and, it's not an either or. And I like to talk about appreciation versus gratitude because sometimes the idea of, oh, you need to be grateful can cause people to kind of bypass what is showing up and and it sometimes sends the message that I just need to shove it down and not experience it and just be grateful. And there's a difference to being when you appreciate something, right? I think of a house and the idea of when it appreciates, it grows in value. And that to me just sits a little differently. So I'm curious how the word gratitude versus the word appreciate shows up for you. For you, it may be no different. And it may also give just a little bit different perspective and you may connect to one versus the other. So not only celebrating, like, what can I celebrate right now? Right. And, and just honoring what that is. And sometimes in these moments where I'm not really sure what I'm feeling, but I'm feeling that heaviness, I'm celebrating that I got up today, that I got out of bed, right. That I made the bed. I'm celebrating that I got to enjoy my Rasa (laughs) this morning. Um, Maybe that I got to go on a walk or maybe that I got to rest, right. I'm appreciating that I can rest, that I've created a life that allows me space for that. Right. So that's one thing that I want to just remind us of. We can use those questions as a tool for, writing to process whatever's showing up. We can also start to look at just like, what is showing up right now? What am I experiencing? And that's really where we can do a little bit of what I call a body scan. So we can kind of start at the top of the head and just allow yourself to observe yourself, to be witness to you and record, write down what shows up. So you can do this right now as you're listening and not write anything down, or you can do it as you're writing, but we can just take a moment and start to notice the top of our head. Just notice any sensations that show up as you bring your attention to that part of you. And you can let that focus just trickle down the rest of your body. So it can go over your face and your ears, the back of your head, down your neck, And you can see where I'm going with this. And you just take yourself through just a full body scan. And you're just noticing to notice. You're not trying to change anything. Although sometimes I do notice that when I bring attention to a part of my body, like my shoulders, they tend to drop a little bit. My neck elongates. Maybe I take a deeper breath, right? But this is allowing you to get connected to yourself, So the body scan is just a nice technique to help you start to process whatever is showing up. And you can also use some of those um, questions about what are you celebrating? uh, What are you appreciating? What is just showing up right now? The other thing to make, we need to make space for this. So if you want to use, if this feels like something that's a tool to help you process whatever is showing up, then you really want to give space for it right? You really want to give yourself some time or space. It doesn't take a lot. You can just say, Hey, for the next few days, I'm just going to give myself five minutes in the morning to write what is showing up, whatever that may be. And that's it. And you kind of keep it within that five minutes and move on. 
Maybe you have a little bit more time. Maybe you want to spend the afternoon and just give yourself a little more space, but give yourself space and kind of give yourself a little bit of a timeline. The other thing is you maybe want to use movement. So the body scan is a nice embodiment tool. Writing is a nice embodiment tool, but sometimes moving before, during, or after this um, writing to process or kind of using writing to, to allow whatever needs to show up to show up, to heal a little bit can really be nice. So I've definitely, my good friend and colleague, um, Cindy Urbanski, taught me this in many ways through yoga. So we, we will always have a notebook when she is guiding myself and our, we do this in our retreats, our writing retreats. She tells us to have our day book right there next to us so that as we are in pigeon pose and we're holding it and holding it, or we're moving through a vinyasa, we've got it right there so that as things come up, we can capture them. So sometimes movement can be really nice. So maybe you go on a walk before, and then when you come back, you take that five to 10, 30 minutes, whatever you decide. Or maybe as you're writing, you're doing some stretches, you're doing some movement. It doesn't really matter what it is. And then sometimes it's nice after you do the writing to kind of flesh out and just expel and release whatever showed up is to do that movement after. And you can certainly do all three. So those are just some nice ways that I've learned that support me when I'm using writing as a tool for processing whatever I'm experiencing in the moment. And the other thing that sometimes people ask me is like, I don't want to write it down because I'm worried somebody's going to read it, right? Raise your virtual hand if you've thought that before. And I really want to wave my permission wand, body, mind coach, uh, CEO and founder, Laura Wick style. She always, I literally have a permission wand from her, but she talks about giving yourself permission. And I really want to give your, your, you permission to not share if you don't want to share. Sometimes this is just for us. I recently had someone who was just talking to me about potentially writing um, their book with me together one day. And she was like, sometimes I write things and then I just burn them. And that's great, right? Like they don't have to stay around. They don't have to have, they don't have to continue to carry the weight that they do in your body. Um, As you're experiencing them, you get to release them in whatever way feels good. So it might be you write them and then you ball it up and throw it away or you burn it. Or you just leave it and you never reread it. And that's totally fine. I have day books full of things that I never go back to for whatever reason. Sometimes writing is just for that moment, for you to process whatever's showing up for you right in that moment. And simultaneously, this is a both and situation, not an either or. Sometimes this writing is exactly what you need to share. It can really be something, you know, whatever way feels good. It can allow you to connect to others. So whether that's through someone, you know, really close or personal to you, or whether you share um, just what you're experiencing, not necessarily any personal stories, if that doesn't feel good, you know, to share in more public spaces. I often will have an experience and I don't really know where I want it to go or how I want it to come out, but I'll share it on Instagram at Shana Hartman underscore, because I know there's probably someone else who's experiencing it as well. And so it allows me to sometimes kind of embrace what I'm experiencing and say maybe what others are afraid to say or allow them to hear that they're not alone, that someone else is experiencing exactly what they are. And maybe they didn't know they needed to hear it, but they needed to hear it and they needed to hear it from you. And so it it is an opportunity to really resonate with others. And 
as a business owner, I mean, ultimately when I work with people, that's what I want to do. I want to connect with them. I want to resonate with them. So while this writing to process isn't that I'm talking and, and marketing my programs to support people in writing their heart-centered books, and I'm using the tool that I do support people in using in order to process whatever is showing up for me. And that's ultimately what I'm going to support them in. So it's kind of this cool meta thing that happens. And you may find that it does the same for you. There's some really beautiful people that I've been following lately per recommendations from other colleagues that I think really do this well. They're, they're processing something personally or in the world or about, you know, what the work that they do and the areas that they work in and they're using writing and they're using communication as a way to process what they're feeling, not necessarily to come to conclusions or answers, but just simply say, Hey, this is what's showing up for me. So it doesn't really matter. It doesn't have to have an intention or a purpose. So sometimes this writing is just for you. Sometimes it's just for that moment and you want to kind of get rid of it to release it. Sometimes it can be exactly what you need to share. But I really want to emphasize that writing absolutely can be a tool that you use to process anything that's showing up, right? Anything that you your body is sharing with you, it's there as a communication tool. And so writing can allow you to be in partnership with yourself and really acknowledge, name, and move with and through whatever it is to not to bypass it, but to help you get to wherever you want to go next and to really step into how you want to feel. So I hope this uh, podcast met you right where you needed it to be. It's kind of an interesting one that showed up for me (laughs) that I've been doing. So I'm kind of practicing a little bit of what I have shared in this podcast, even in just creating it. So that's pretty cool. As always, thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. And I look forward to hearing what shows up for you as you use writing to process. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of The Written Compass. If you are loving this content, then please share this episode and tag me on Instagram at Shana Hartman underscore. And if you're wondering how you can implement the ideas I share here and really begin creating your amazing book, I want to connect with you even more. Head over to shanahartman.com slash the written compass to learn even more about not only writing your book, but truly experiencing your words. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.